All right, guys, growing your wellness business doesn't have to mean working around the clock and feeling exhausted. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Feldman, and I have been in your shoes. I've been in the wellness space for over nine years, and I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed. I took my wellness business from 13K that first year and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I'm a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Hey guys, I'm so excited for this week's episode. It is legit off the hook. I was saying to Sarah, my good friend that I've asked to be here today on this episode, that we have to talk about social media. There's so many coaches that are burned out. You feel that adrenal fatigue. It's the last thing you want. You know, being healthy and your own health is so important. So today we are going to dive into social media. We're going to also dive into that in and out of building a business and how to not do it and be frazzled. So Sarah, can you tell everyone a little about you before we dive in? Yes, I'm so happy to be here, Rachel. Thanks so much for having me and for the warm welcome. So my name is Sarah Hegstrom, and I am the founder of The Coach & Grow Co., where we help health and wellness coaches enjoy creating and becoming a health coach. And one of the ways that we do that is we help them build their businesses in five hours a week. And I know that is something that a lot of coaches are like, wait, how do I do that? Like, what is the process? So I'm excited to talk about that today. Talk about how to use social media and spoiler alert, like also, if you don't want to use social media, how you can grow your business without social media, because that can be done too. You know, one thing that we are all about at the Coach and Groco is helping health coaches build their dream business. And that is going to look different for every health coach. You know, that looks different for all of us. And I think a lot of us, and we'll talk about this, I'm sure a lot of us got kind of, if you've been in the coaching space for a while, got sucked into this more, harder, you know, do more, be everywhere. And it's like, that is such a masculine way to be. And it doesn't serve, like you were saying, health coaches who we really care about our health and well-being. It doesn't make sense, you know? So I'm really excited to be here and talk about a different way to run your business. I love it. I love everything that you just said. And I think any coach is like right now going to find you on Instagram and say, I've got to follow this girl. <laughs> <gasps> Let's just even start. I mean, is this totally, clearly you've made this totally doable, but like, let's talk about how is that doable to actually be doing your social media in five hours a week? Yeah. So, I mean, to take you back, like I started out health coaching in 2014, really 2015 is when I was like, okay, I'm serious. This is like what I want to do. And I see myself doing this. And from 2015 to like 2021, I was in hustle mode. I was in grind mode. I really felt I had this mentality of, yeah, I can have everything that I desire, but I have to work really hard. You know, I have to, there's these, there's a few things that I have to do in order to get what I want. And this year we're recording this in 2022. 
I had a health, I'm calling it an opportunity now, right? Instead of a challenge, a health opportunity, we're shifting that, that forced me to slow down yeah. and I couldn't I show all, up. I think we all had those health challenges and opportunities yeah. because I think these last few years, not only were these last few years stressful for everyone, but I think when you get to that stage four or five year of your business, you kind of have to reevaluate and restructure how you're doing business so you don't end up in complete flatline burnout. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy because, you know, when I was health coaching, I sometimes work with entrepreneurs and I would just be like, oh man, like that's never going to be me. You know, they, they were so burnt out and they didn't have this health knowledge. And so I was like, oh, that's never going to be me. But yeah, this, this year, the beginning of this year, I definitely was burnt out, but it showed up different than what I was used to. It didn't show up as adrenal fatigue. It showed up as back pain and limited mobility. And so that caused me to really think about the coaches who are in our community, who are moms. I'm not a mom yet. They're moms, you know, they're dealing with different health concerns and they can't keep up with, you know, the experts saying you have to post a reel every single day or this year. I don't know if you guys noticed this year, people are saying you have to post multiple reels a day. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's insane. Who who has time for that, right? And so this year it it made me look at things and how we were teaching and at the Coach and Grow Co, how I was running my business and really step back and look at, you know, what actually works, what actually gets clients, what actually grows my business in a way that I want it to grow. And that's really where the five hour a week came from. So I just wanted to kind of backtrack because I've always been doing business this way. You know, this is definitely new and it is working and it feels really good. Do you think, I mean, this is an interesting question. Do you think that part of just that hustle and that overdrive, because I was in that myself. I mean, I think every health coach that I know who's successful feels that they are in this. Do you think that's part of the process of figuring out what actually works and what doesn't? Or do you think that that can be lessened by, of course, like hiring a coach or or hiring a coach that actually implements a method like you or joining your program? I mean- do you know what I mean? Like, I, do you 100%. Think part, because I think a lot of what my hustle and overdrive came from is not knowing what to do. And then once I did know what to do, just got fed into that, like, it will never be enough. It will never be enough. I think that that, I don't think that it's necessary. I don't think that we have to struggle and, you know, try to figure out all of these things. I think that that is the matrix. That's the conversation that was going on when we built our businesses. I noticed that, yeah, new health coaches coming into this, a lot of them, they have strong boundaries. They're like, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do it that way, you know? And I really respect that. And I think that us having conversations like this, it's shifting the narrative and showing another path. And I think that we're waking up and being like, oh, actually the mask, the all masculine, that's not serving us anymore. We're shifting. We see what's available to us. So that I think is part one, but part two, one thing that we teach at the Coach and Grow Co. And, you know, I really believe myself is it might be a struggle for those who have growth to do and opportunities to learn. So if it's not like, you know, coaches will come to me and they'll be like, okay, you know, 
you say I can do what I want. I don't want to share my story. I don't want to talk about, you know, what I've been through. And of course I support that, but what's coming up for you? It's fear. Yeah. And if you don't work through that, there will be opportunities for you to face your fears and struggles and hardships in your business that will allow you to grow and work through that. So I think for myself, I had a lot of growth to do. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of growth to do. And, and those struggles and those challenges and that hustle, it allowed me to get to where I am today. Well, and I think that's what's hard about, you know, that that thing when you're really young and you're like, I just want to get older. I just want to get older. But it's like you get older and you're like, I just want to be young when things were like easy. It's almost like going through this business. It's like each time there's growth, each time there's a new expansion, it challenges the very mindset and the core beliefs that we have, brings up all those limiting beliefs. And I think that we all have gotten to, like you said, this different narrative now where we're talking about that masculine energy never didn't work, but we're so grateful that it also got me here. So yeah. that's what I kind of mean is I, in the beginning, I think as entrepreneurs, we do have to put in the work. And I yeah. think it can be lessened by joining a program like yourself or like your program or hiring a coach or making sure that you are taking things piece by piece. And I think that that yeah. right into like, how, how do you actually, when you're teaching this new method, how do you say to coaches, like what, how are they showing up in that social media for five hours? Yeah. Let's talk about that. I will say like the, the hard work, it might not look like what my hard work looked like or your hard work looked like Rachel. So hard work, like some coaches come into me, like one of my clients, like she has been doing this inner work and working with a therapist. So it actually, like, I see her growth and it's so quick, you know, it's like all of a sudden she's, I want to, I want to work on this program. I want to sign clients. She's signing clients before we talk again in two weeks. And it's very, it seems people would look and be like, oh my gosh, her success is so fast, but she's had 30 years working yeah. on all of these limiting beliefs and self-worth and all of that. You know what I mean? So yeah. that hard work, just keep in mind, like your journey is different from everybody else's and that's okay. Well, and and I think I, we need to do both of those kind of works. It's the showing yeah. and doing that work and it's the inner work because I know for me, when I really pull back the layers of why I was overworking, it was to get approval. Yeah. It was all of that self-worth stuff that we didn't have that full bucket. And it was all tied to old trauma, old mm -hmm. stories. And so when I say I really get it, I wonder if, you know, for that health coach that's starting, so many of us come to this profession with a bag and a suitcase of stuff. Helpers. You know, yeah. Why we're so called to this. I love that we're having this conversation because I really feel like that coach needs to hear in order to be successful and not overwork, not go into overdrive. There needs to be that inner work as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, the cool thing about as health coaches is we actually like doing this work. You know, most of us, we're like, okay, here we go. I mean, when we're like in the thick of it, like this, this year, I was like, okay, I think I've learned enough lessons. Like, I think I'm good. Like let's press pause, you know, but for most of us, like we like doing this. I think where we get in trouble is 
expectations and we think we should be somewhere where we're not, you know, I should be further ahead. I should have more clients. I should have more money. Everybody should know about me. You know, I had those for sure. I was like, my content is the shit, you know, like, why don't I have millions of dollars, millions of clients? And it's like, that is not my path right now. You know, like I have work to do. I have growth to do. And another thing that I really want to stress is if we truly believe that the universe has our back is looking out for us, that possibilities are endless. Like we can relax a little bit, you know, we can realize like, Hey, I'm here to be supported and to do my work. And like, it seems like maybe this is really challenging or this is really hard right now, but actually like, I know deep down in my core that I'm always supported. And when you have that type of faith, it gets a lot easier to do this work and navigate the challenges. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I feel like that is a practice. It's such a key practice to have faith and step back be able, be able to show up, do your work, do that inner work, do that outer work that we need to do as far as like the opt-in pages and the social media and the email and list building. But it's like to know that you're in the right place that you're meant to be is yeah. such an important thing. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about, you know, the actual, like you were saying, like, what are we doing five hours a week? Like, how are we building on social media? So it's a mindset shift that we teach right away where it's not, we're not trying to do the most. We're not, we're no longer trying to check everything off of the to-do list. That is the old method. That's something that definitely for me, I'm like, oh, I'm doing, I'm doing less, but I feel like I'm doing nothing compared to what I used to be doing. But the results, you know, the results are what I'm focusing on and those are what I'm achieving. And we just get so stuck in like, doing things to be productive, right? My worth is tied up in like how productive I am. And I work with my husband and, you know, we have to be careful because we'll check in at the end of the day, how's your day? And it's like, oh, it was really productive. That feels really good, you know? And like, I don't want my worth and how good my day is based on how much stuff I do. That's a recipe for burnout right there, right? So really shifting that. So when, so, you know, say you're a coach, you're coming to us and you're like, okay, I want to, I want to learn this method. I want to sign clients using social media, but I don't want to be posting all the time. So before we're showing up on social media, we're getting really clear. And this could be the five hours for the week is just getting clear on your desires and your intentions. What is the outcome that you want from your social media this month? What are we working with? What are we working on? Right. And instead of that, that's the first step. And then once it's actually time to go and be posting, we're asking ourselves, how much content feels good to be putting out? If you could only do one post a week, would that feel good enough? And if so, we're focusing on that one post and who it's for and really breaking all of that down. So one post can land you, you know, a hundred new leads for your email list that then can turn into clients that can land you two new clients. You know, our coaches show up, they do a reel, they get two clients from one reel and then they feel good not showing up the rest of the week. They're like, I hit my goal. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. It makes total sense. Would you say, do you teach like to repurpose kind of that one post or you keep your clients really insane? If I only post once or twice, as long as I'm hitting my goal, I don't have to do anything the rest of the week. Exactly. Exactly. So, so the later, so it's kind of this mentality of getting really intentional on like what your goal, who your client is, 
What does she need? Tying it back to like your story, because we don't want it to be just anything. We want it to land, right? So we're getting really clear on that before we're creating. Then we're creating. Then after you do that, what happens is a lot of coaches then they're in their flow state. Flow state is when you're just jamming. It's feeling really good. Things are coming together. You're liking life, right? Then a lot of times they want to post it somewhere else. They want to talk about it in stories. And then that's when either time is slowing down and they're getting so much done. They don't even realize it or time is speeding up and the day flew by and like, they feel really good about themselves. No, I love that because I, I love talking about that flow state, because I think once you've come out of the overwhelm, the to-do list, and thinking you need to be posting a certain amount, you get into that flow and really get concerned about who that post is for instead of, oh my God, I need to do X, Y, Z. So would you find that your clients are doing, where are they mostly posting for social media? What are your favorite platforms these days? So I personally, I like Instagram. It's, I think it's fun for me. I fall into this area of, I like doing reels and videos sometimes. I don't, don't put me into a box and say, I have to do one every day. I don't like that. Then all of a sudden I'm like, I don't like that. Right. So I like when I'm in my flow state, I really like Instagram and that's really fun. Our students currently are having a lot of success with Instagram, TikTok, Facebook still, and, and also email, email, I mean, honestly, all of it, because then we have other students who really like podcasts. And and that's how, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I kind of like social media or I really don't like social media, but like I was talking to my girlfriend. It's so funny. She was getting, she she won't mind me sharing this. She she had an energy reading done, right? And so they're going through her chakras and they're like blocked, contaminated, blocked, contaminated, (laughs) like all of them, you know, and they're all like overconsumption, overconsumption, too much social media. You know, you need a detox, you need a detox. So we're talking and she's like, you know, I was like, how was your experience? She's like, I really enjoyed it. But like, what do I do now? They opened my my chakras, but now like, how do I avoid them getting contaminated? And I was like, well, what about the social media detox? I was like, she's like, I could never, my business, you know? And I'm like, okay, but like, how much, how much business are you getting on TikTok? How much are you posting? She's not posting at all. I know this, you know, she's like, right. no, it's the ideas for the content I'm eventually going to post, you know, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. So some people get really addicted and they get really afraid that if they get off of these platforms, their business will stop. And I have felt that as well, but there are so many other avenues. And again, I really want to stress the importance and it seems too easy. I know it does. It seems too easy. And until you experience it, you might not believe me, but I'm okay with that really thinking about what you want to call in. So you can do this listening to this. If you are like, I really want to call in five new clients this month or 10 new students to my program, really sitting down, visualizing that, you know, writing down like how you're going to help them, how you're going to be of service to them, the qualities that they have, right? Getting into that energy and then asking yourself like, what action feels good to take And we've had clients send emails to past clients asking if they know anybody or if they would like to re-sign up. And that works. It's so easy. It's one email. They're inspired to send an email and then they get these clients, you know? So email can work for signing clients. Podcasts can work, you know, message, email, like your favorite podcast. See if you could be a guest. Let them know how you can bring value to their audience. Like that, you know, that's not social media. You don't have to get on Instagram. You don't have to get on TikTok for any of those. I think there are so many people that 
feel massively overwhelmed or they just don't have that personality for social media. And I love that you just talked about a few others because I always say this, at the end of the day, you have to be talking about your story. You have to, you have to be speaking about your own experiences and the experiences that you want that ideal client to identify with. And so it's like, if you are scared to do a podcast, practice. If you're scared to do a real practice, it doesn't mean that you have to do a real, I know for me, similar to you, I went through this time of burnout where I was like, I can't go live in the same ways that I used to. And I started putting my energy into really intentionally social media posting or repurposing. If I really wasn't in the flow that day and I felt that I needed to have a post there, I would just go and repurpose, make it super simple. And that lessened the amount of time that I needed to be showing up. And it also gave me time back to work on my health, work on just resting, work on napping, work on those things to rebuild. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so important. And honestly, if like reposting feels good, I, I think we've gotten away from trusting our own inner guidance, you know, like obviously like we're both coaches, like we help health coaches. And so obviously like we can be of service, but I always want to really let coaches know that you have the wisdom inside of you and you have these urges, you know, if you're overwhelmed one day and you're like, I don't want to show up on social media. You don't have to, you don't have to, like the universe is abundant and will send you what you want. If you're clear on what you want. Now, if you're like, I can't rest and sleep unless I put a post out. Well, let's unpack that, right? Like what is, what's going on with that? (laughs) What's going on? Why do we feel like that is like something that we have to do? But like repurpose, if you're feeling called and that will make you feel better. And then you can get in that energy. Like, honestly, I noticed this when I was first building my health coaching business, it's something was off with me when I felt like, you know, I would join programs and they'd be like, okay, like you need to do a three-part video series. You need to do all these emails. You need to be on summit. And I would have to force myself. I was like, I don't want to do this. It doesn't feel good. I would fight with my husband about it, you know, and I was not in this like healthy energy and it felt really draining and it didn't feel natural. And I would force myself. Well, then I would be working. And I remember a time when a girlfriend was like, Hey, let's go out to lunch. Let's go get lunch. And I was like, Oh, like emails work. I don't know if I can. I went because I was like, what, what else? You know, like I'm frustrated. What else went to lunch, come back and two amazing opportunities came through, (laughs) you know? I mean, the thing that I'm really hearing from you is that there's this energy shift And it's really about visualizing and manifesting what you want. And so when you show up, you're really in that space to attract your ideal client. Because there were times I, the same experience would happen. I would be working, working, working. And I would say, you know what? I really need a break. I'm going to go take a break or I'm going to go book a massage. I would come out and all of a sudden somebody would buy something that would equal that massage. Like it always would get paid back in a certain way. And I really hear that for that coach listening right now, it's like, you can't be in the flow. You can't be in the flow if you're constantly feeling pulled in different directions that don't feel in alignment. Yeah. The the overwhelm, it really, it just puts just like a big X in that creativity, you know? And so one thing that I've been doing is instead of a to-do list, I create a possibilities list. 
Mm-hmm. you know, whatever's on my brain, it's kind of like the brain dump. If you guys are familiar with that, you know, you do a brain dump, get everything off. Right. So I'll just do a possibilities list. I'll write everything down. This is all in my brain. This is what I feel like I have to do. Da, da, da. It's a possibility. And then I'll just look, Hey, which of these do I feel most called to, which feels the most fun. And I think where we get in trouble is when we are thinking too far down the line, right? We're like, okay, next year I'm going to have this and this and this, and I got to do this and this. And it's just, it feels really heavy and it's really hard to be in the flow, to be excited about your business. Social media, honestly, it's a creative platform. It's a social platform. And for me, when I'm burnt out, I don't want to be creative. I don't want to be social. Like I want to be in my house by myself, you know? And so really like thinking about it that way, like how can you show up as yourself, as the person who's going to create the business and the life you want? Like if you are feeling creative. If you are burnt out, like we have to move out of that state. And like, I really think a lot of it is this mindset work and hopefully like us having this conversation shows coaches, this is possible because a lot of us, myself included for a long time, I was like, Oh, this isn't possible. It can't be this good. It can't be this good. But also like, I'm not going to create it being that good. If I'm stuck in the old mode of masculine and do more and do more. And that didn't feel good. And always I'm coming back to what feels good. What feels good in my body. So in your group, in your coaching, because you have like a coaching school, do you guys teach a certain type of list building or have you really left it up to people like see what works for you? Yeah. So we have different models, like different things that they can try, but exactly like it's more so like these are the ones. What what do you feel called to? What are your strengths? Because like you were saying, you know, you mentioned some people like not have like being having the personality for social media or like wanting to show up and and that's okay i think for so long we're like in order to have a health coaching business online you have to show up on social media but what about those who are great writers you know and they want to write a book and that's how their message reaches people so really it can I look mean, like so many different things yeah So many people, when I built an online business, when I was in my coaching, people would be like, oh, you must've built so much online. I was like, I did workshops left and right offline. I, I was like scared to go online. (laughs) I was actually scared of doing videos. I put myself on 30 day video challenge where I did a video a day on YouTube, kept it unlisted. And then like, finally I said, okay, this is good enough. I'm going to actually, you know, put this public. And that's how I got used to doing video. And I think that we all have gotten scared. I think that maybe I need to take that back about not having the right personality. I think anybody can be on social media, but you definitely need to work on how to get your message across. Yeah. And and that that's the practice that you talk about, right? That's the practice because when I first started on social media, I, I, forgot that it wasn't like my personal blog. So I was just posting, you know, what I had for lunch and, you know, my favorite protein bar and all of these things, which, you know, now we see people doing that in the influencer space, but I wanted, I was a coach. I wanted to coach people, you know, and, and so that's like a different, a different way to show up and really showing up and me thinking about how can this serve others? How is this in the highest good for the people who are consuming this content? And so, yeah, really like having, having, I had to, I had to shift too. And I think a lot of times we get in trouble when we think we should be really good at social media from the very beginning. And it takes some time to find our groove. What are the things that save you? Because I do see you show up. 
I see you show up on stories. I see you show up, you know, with images on your social media. What are your time-saving hacks? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like what we've talked about, like I don't feel pressure to show up when I don't want to show up. And that took some time because, you know, experts will tell us, and I, I've, I've shared this, you know, so I've shared there's certain times to post based on you, you can look, you know, in your insights, you can see this is when the most amount of my people are on. This is like when it's a good time to post, but that doesn't feel good to me because what happens for me, it's in the morning, the morning, I like to take time in the morning. So if I feel like I have to post in a certain window, I'm skipping my morning routine. I'm thinking about it right away. I'm not meditating. Like I'm not doing that. And so for me, like one of my time saving tips is post when you want to post, post when you feel good and it works for you and you have that energy, but set your intention, set your intention before you post. Okay. That's like one big thing before you post, what's your intention? If you want it to reach, you know, if you're doing a reel, you're like, I want this reel to reach 20,000 people, visualize the 20,000 people and think about how it's going to help them. If you want to sign a client, think about that. And keep in mind that if your goal is to sign a client, the post might not have the most comments or the most reach that doesn't matter because your goal is to sign a client from it. Right. So making sure that we're in alignment with that. So that that's something that I really work on myself is like, Hey, I don't need to post at 10 AM. I can post when it feels good to me. That is a big one. Another time saving is like knowing like who my people are and like what they want, you know, like if you really know your ideal client, that's huge. If you don't know them, like that is something I would say, you know, get on calls with them, reach out to them, do some of your story work so you can identify your demographic, do your market research and see who your demographic is. Yeah. That that makes a really big difference too. Because I think also when we build a brand that is really solid, we have people that will continue to follow us and actually go to our platform and see when we're posting. I mean, I know that I love to hear your story. So I will go intentionally and see what you're doing. Before we wrap up, is there anything that you feel like if you could go back in time and say to the coach before, what would that be? What would some advice be? My advice for you would be to be okay doing it your way. Don't feel like you need to follow a certain model. If you get advice and deep in your core, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't resonate with you let it go. Even things that I share, you know, I'm sure Rachel feels the same way. Like if there's something that we teach, like we're teachers, you know, take what you need to leave what you don't. I really am excited about where the coaching industry is going and all of the possibilities. I think we're going to see more coaches doing business in a way that serves the life that they want. And I'm really excited about that. I really appreciate you being here. And I really appreciate just this, like, deep, raw truth that you shared about your own experience. And I think the biggest takeaway that I got is like really practice that visualization, practice that manifestation. Because I think a lot of coaches just show up and they post something just to post something instead of really thinking like, is this going to touch the soul of my ideal client? Am I going to actually get into her head today and have her say, I need to hire this person? You, you, when you do that, you don't have to post as much, you know, you don't have to show up as much like yeah. one post could, you know, land you a connection that takes your business in a whole new direction that you didn't even imagine. Or maybe you did because you've been visualizing and that was where you were going the whole time. It's really, yeah. really magical. Can you tell everyone where to find you? 
Yes, of course. So you can find me at the Coach and Grow Co. You will see resources, freebies, all sorts of fun stuff. I'm also on Instagram, like Rachel mentioned. It's just my name, Sarah underscore Hegstrom. And I also have a podcast. It's called Why Can't I? The Coach and Grow Co. podcast, where I share health coach success stories. I talk more about this five-hour-a-week model, how to build on social media, signing for your first client, and so much more. All right, guys, make sure you follow this amazing lady. I'm sure her resources are outstanding and we hope that you have a great time. Make sure to stay tuned for next week's episode and I will see you later. All right, guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right. So don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you. Bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business plus other speakers to help you take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening and I'll see you guys soon.